I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. God damn, I feel amazing. Damn, I'm in the matrix. My mind is living on cloud nine and this nine is never on vacation. Start up that Maserati and vroom, vroom, I'm racing. Popping pills in the lobby and I pray they don't find her naked. I pray you niggas is hating. Judas go after Judas. Jesus Christ, if I live life on my knees, ain't no need to do this. Park it in front of looters. Next to that church is chicken. All you pussies is losers. All my niggas is winning saying... Hey, welcome to the Black Gautas Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Saturday morning, feedback time. Mm-hmm. Little late start. That's all right. But I had to get my W at the court, man. Uh, things were not looking too good for a while there, and uh, it's touch and go, but I got my win, you know, put them kids out the court so uh, I finally could be a man and uh, come home. Uh, that's just how it is sometimes, guys. It's a struggle. It's real. Uh, now y'all know why I identify with Kobe so much. Sometimes you just got to push past you know the pain um but this is the blackout <laughs> tips podcast you can find us at a bunch of places but the best place is the blackout com. uh also this is the feedback show so leave feedback and we will respond this is how it happens you go to the blackout com. you can go to the about section that's where we have our email address that's also where we have our vo- voicemail line leave your voicemails for the show just keep them under three minutes we ask um got a ton of voicemails this week uh for some reason uh we also ask that uh you know you guys can email us at the at gmail.com you can leave comments on each episode you can vote in the polls uh we love when people leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we, we love do it. we love it so much we read each one on the show like every five star review we've ever gotten for the blackout tips that we are aware of has been read on the podcast so if you have something to say, it's the best way to get heard. And, um, you know, we love when you guys do that because, you know, not everybody uh, leaves that kind of feedback, but it helps the show out tremendously because most people get their podcast through iTunes and Stitcher and apps like that. So when you rate something five stars, they go, oh, OK, this show's getting rated five stars. Let me see what it's about. And uh, a lot of people end up checking us out that way. Yes, they do. So uh, make sure you guys do that. Leave us the five star reviews. Uh, we only got one this week on iTunes, none on Stitcher. So, uh, you know, that'll be a nice Christmas present. Maybe you're broke, can't afford to hook us up with anything. You don't want to spend any Adam and Eve stuff. You already, you know, you spend all your Christmas money and shit and bills are coming and you go, Hey, how can I help support the show? Keep it coming. Um, you know, this is one way to do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, make sure you guys take care of that, man. Uh, five star reviews. Uh, you can also donate to the show and become a premium subscriber. You can do both of those things uh, at theblackouttips.com. Look in the right-hand corner. There should be a donate button for one time, or uh, you can help the show out with you know, a recurring subscription. Or you can become a premium member, man. Just go to the premium page, and uh, the instructions are all right there on how to, how to sign up and join. Um, yeah, and also, uh, for those of you that emailed Roderick your address, you should be getting, if you hadn't already received those cards, right? Yeah, you should be getting, uh, I think I have two more Christmas cards sent out, but everybody should be getting their Christmas cards now. Um, so make sure you guys take care of that. I mean, enjoy those. Um, people have been giving, uh, really rave reviews to the, <laughs> the Christmas cards. Uh, I've been trying to include the N word in each and every one of them. So that's been fun. Uh, also, you know, vote in, uh, the Stitcher nominations. I think we have, uh, three more days. Yep. You can vote once per day. So go vote in the Stitcher nominations on the Stitcher Awards. Some people are saying that the link wasn't working for them, but you can either Google Stitcher Awards. It should come up. We have it on our Facebook page. I want to say the link is like, stitcher promo tw i'm gonna put it in the chat right Mm -hmm. now we're trying to get nominated for most original show so Mm -hmm. 
while you're in the chat i'll um put it in there and you guys can um you know go do it during the show man it only takes a second to do uh we just want to be nominated for most original show you can do this once per day and uh it would be cool to get nominated again man yes um but uh all right man um let's talk about the people who did give us money uh after i tell you that the official weapon of the show is taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme Mm-hmm. um and today's podcast is brought to you by these niggas um thanks y'all <laughs> all for, uh, of y'all giving us money um let's go through the people who donated this week conrad l official first time donor of the podcast he donated to the show once again uh cory uh which is also known as the tickler he donated to the show thank you so much yes maurice november uh donated to the show after killing crockett's girlfriend uh for the seventh time <laughs> that man could not keep a woman no and they keep letting him out of jail mm-hmm. he's like the opposite of tyler perry really a white man that can't keep a woman <laughs> film press uh uh m Stevens, she hooked us up with that with that recurring donation um we got one time donation from uh a man who says please do not read my actual name on the show you can just say Addy LOL like Batty without the B and LOL. Thanks. Well, thank you, man. Addy, Addy, Addy. Uh, for anybody that's ever seen Hollywood Shuffle. <laughs> um, Profess LCH, Linda Charlemagne Harris, she hooked us up with a one-time donation. She says, the official smile of of the Blackout Tips, which is Rod Karen of the entirety of the TBGWT Nation. A Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday. Mm-hmm yes ma'am mm-hmm. yes yeah. happy it's yes with, with a's but yes mm-hmm. happy holiday holiday yes that's better mm-hmm. yes like yes that. that's better um but yeah thank you so much man uh for donating everybody this week i know it's the holidays and holidays you know what i'm saying <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of people had to spend a lot of money on that beyonce i mean it was she didn't just hit us for the nine she hit us for the 16s. Oh, I know a lot of people are struggling with that, uh, but they still found a way to come through uh, for us, man. So uh, thank y'all so much. It means the world to us. Uh, literally could not do this without you. So <laughs> um, appreciate yes, it. We do. Uh, all right, man. Um, what are we doing first? iTunes review. We got one of those. Uh, the page, voicemails, and emails. Let's do iTunes. All right. Nobody does it better five stars from Prince Laron. This is the best podcast on iTunes or any other platform. Ryder Karen are the most dynamic since Eric B. and Rakim. Well, you know, we are some microphone fiends. Okay. <laughs> um, you will come to for the comedy, but stay for the authenticity. I don't think it's possible to listen to one show and not become a fan. Definitely worth a listen. Yeah, the other day someone hit me up to say, hey, man, what is the best show to, to listen to? uh to like get into your podcast and i was like any of them <laughs> yeah just pluck one all of them i don't none of them are about anything <laughs> no particular so, your guess is as good as mine. mine we only keep the last 10 up on the feed and we try to keep the others up on the site so you can go directly to the site if you're a premium, premium. listener and you should be able to click on each episode and listen to it um straight from the site as long as you're logged in and you're premium but um you know as far as that man like we don't you know i don't i don't know what to tell you man like those any of the shows could be about 37 different topics because we switch topics every two to three minutes just about yes sir and uh you never know what kind of day it's gonna be so just <laughs> no we don't even know what kind of day it's gonna be something funny happened 
um probably you know i don't think we ever done a show that had no jokes at all <laughs> so uh go enjoy those uh let's look at the website um we had uh some episodes here last week you go to the blackouttips.com and you can click at the top it says podcast episodes is one of the categories uh for the pages you can click that page and it takes you directly to the latest shows for the week um so if you guys ever go i oh, just want to look at what the latest shows that are up this week are you can just go that way and just scroll down um the episode was 604 hero worship it was our latest feedback episode and we had a uh poll because we didn't know what to make the poll so we mm-hmm. made the poll who will win the ncaa championship auburn or florida state 33 percent of people think auburn will win the ncaa championship 66 percent of people say uh florida state um let's look at the uh comments here erica says as usual the show is great what i like most is how you connect with the listeners i'm always so appreciative to hear my comments read or voicemails played karen you are freaking hilarious thank you i appreciate your strong opinions and the way you back them up listening daily has certainly made my work week more bearable since i stumbled upon this podcast in mid-august your show has inspired me to blog i would love to be on the show someday all right erica well let us know what your blog is i'd have to see that first you know what the blog might be like you know kkknazi.com and then you wouldn't be able to be on the show i so, hope not Mm-mm. you know we would have to see what kind of blog it is <laughs> i don't want to commit to anything um and then find out you know later that it's fucked up so let's see uh the kc stork says i'm going auburn but that is only because of the sec conference love them niggas beat my Mizzou tires uh, like you beat a hoe on Grand Theft Auto 5 after you blasted off. I am good. <laughs> I, for the record, I have not beaten any whores in Grand Theft Auto 5. I, you guys have some problems and you need to work them out. I am good with the SEC bringing home another BCS champ to close out the BCS and Jameis bringing home the Heisman. I just hope he has better luck than other black FSU quarterbacks that won the Heisman. Poured out a little liquor for Charlie Ward. Why? He was one of the greatest Nick point guards of our generation. <laughs> um, Chef Boyardu says, Gotta go with my alma mater, the Florida State University. Even though I'm not a big fan as I used to be, the race get ma- the racist mascot and Rod and others commentary on college football and sports culture have kind of turned me off. There's no denying that FSU has had a great season. Go knows. Yeah, that is one a weird thing that hangs over me in this college football season. I'm not going to be able to shake it. Is and it's not and I'm not even trying to put it on Jameis Winston. I don't really know what happened in that whole situation. I don't think we ever will because nope. so many adults got involved and so many sports fans got involved and just listening to people talk, you just you realize how much disdain your average sports fan has for women. Yep. And it just leaks out. And even out. women. <laughs> yeah, even women sports fans. Like, it just leaks out. Like, there's no, they can't control themselves. Like, it's the people who, when the case, when they decided we can't go to court with this case. Because we, we don't just, have enough information. Well, not just that. I mean, they waited a year to really investigate it, right? Yeah. Um, and they felt like, you know, uh, they didn't, it wasn't even that they felt like, oh, she's lying. Or th- we have proof she, that this never happened. It was just more like, we don't feel like we can prove uh beyond any shit. Beyond, yeah, beyond a reasonable doubt. doubt. Which, um, to be honest, if they would have just like let that go to a grand jury, there would have been a case. You know what I mean? Because grand juries be like, I don't know, it's evidence there. Go to court. But uh, you know, the state attorney was like, no, we're not gonna do that. 
so it's just funny because adults got involved they you know they obviously the judgment had to come out right before the heisman voting started um it just seems so like i don't know man it just seems so like people got involved for the wrong reasons and it it is gonna bother me like it's gonna be i'm not gonna be able to to watch james winston probably for the rest of his career and never think and not think about just the idea of like man people really give a fuck about football and do not care about anything else like long as it wasn't disturbing their game because soon as soon as he said they weren't gonna do it you saw people coming out like they said she lied and they were bitch see i told you these bitches out here trying to it's like they didn't say she She lied lied. they didn't even say you know they didn't think anything happened that's right they just said based off of everything we got we feel like if we take this to a jury it would be it wouldn't be worth our time yeah so that's all they were saying and 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 yeah uh it's more fans than even him is more fans. Yes, it than the is. Game. Like it's one of the reasons I just tap out of certain college sports and football culture because me just, too. It's too much. Like nothing should be that important to anyone. No, and 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 I think for me personally, it just it just kind of uh, upsets me when I hear uh, people talk about it and they automatically assume certain things. They automatically make their own own form their own opinions based off of not even knowing all the facts, not even know what really happened. We wouldn't there. And you're just assuming that the information that you got was the whole story and that you can form an opinion off of that. And it's funny how, you know, people was like, well, you know, she, uh, uh, um, was uh had sex with multiple dudes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because you have sex with multiple dudes means you deserve to be raped. Right. Or, or that you can't be raped. Or, Hello. Or that your judgment is questionable when I think is if if you're going by that scale, why wouldn't it be just as questionable for some dude to be the to roll up in a group sex situation with a girl? Yeah. You know but, what I mean? Yeah, like why isn't that questionable that you want to have sex with a girl that just had sex with your boys? Yeah, it's it's just the way yeah. different between the way men and women are viewed. Yeah, it's like that sex tape thing you said where, you know, it, it would destroy a woman's career and the dude, yeah. people would just let it go. Yeah, so. they look at that dick and keep it going. Yeah, I didn't even know that Adrian Bronner dude had a sex tape until we did the the Balls Deep yesterday. I was like, I didn't even know that shit cuz it don't it doesn't matter really. Mm-hmm. But, but but if it, if he would have been a woman, woman, that would have been Ronda Rousey and she had a sex tape. Oh, I'd know. Everybody be talking about that shit. Of like you wouldn't course. be able to hear her name without it being brought up. So of course, you're and absolutely so, right. And 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 that's why I, that's why my biggest thing is that if you're gonna do that, like put them sex videos out there without her consent, you ask me to go to motherfucking jail. Uh, we had episode six oh five, a reptile dysfunction. Uh, we called it that because there was a um a story about a snake in a toilet that bit some dude's dick. Mm-hmm. Um. But, uh, the, uh, actually, there was no guest. The had a comment from Natasha P. She says, another great episode. Had me practicing my very best. Yes. When you discuss Bay and, uh, B and Lily White Santa Fox news story. Uh, also, the episode art is terrifying. Shivers. It's a snake in the toilet. It is. <laughs> yeah. I know some people depend on, on what form they get it. They don't always see the clip art. The clip why, art is excellent. Why there hasn't been a movie named Toilet Snake about a snake in the toilet that bites people in the genitals? Is beyond fucking me, but that would be. Well, the we got a Sharknado, ever. though. I guarantee you, snake, 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 toilet, nado toilet is, snake. Yeah, toilet, it's coming. That's all. This just needs snake. to be called toilet snake. Dexter from Shadow Dog Productions, if you're listening, get on this shit, man. Ah! Ideas like this don't come around, but once in a lifetime. Ain't that the truth? Toilet snake, the movie might be the next, uh, you know, um, the next Cloverfield. Okay. Um, all right. 
uh do you like beyonce was the poll yes she's dope no i don't like her she's straight yes she's dope 40 percent of people say beyonce they like her because she's dope 54 percent of people say she's straight which i count as liking her you know what i mean i know that means you're kind of indifferent but i count that as liking um six percent of people say no i don't like her so you know i think that's a pretty high percentage of people that like her or don't mind her you know what i mean prince Laurent says this attack against fanhood has to stop it started when eminem stand which had niggas deny their favorite rappers because it seemed uncool now it is these pretentious hipsters who are all fighting for fanhood if you didn't hear the artists when they were doing free gigs and dive bars then you are not a real fan and as soon as the artist blows that fan decides that the artist is too commercial why are people afraid of the small amount of perceived vulnerability that comes with being a fan the only thing that should change your opinion of an artist is the music or if they are caught with a 12 year old right um you know it's funny man we had uh like the other day i was on twitter and some dude was like uh uh we were talking about the duck dynasty thing right Mm -hmm. um i was just tweeting about it and i was like you know um people um if you say some bigoted shit people might uh get outraged and your company might let you go because they don't want to deal with it the Mm -hmm. fallout they don't have to yeah i will talk more in depth about him and uh justine sacco tomorrow but yes but um i you know some dude was like the way that you like the way that you be saying bigoted things about christians i was like what like what 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 show are you listening to for one ain't that the truth but then two um like I like someone else came in um and wasn't even talking about this guy. He was talking about something else because people have been in my mentions all day. They were extremely upset. I had to block people like the Kimbe Matumbo that day. Just left it right. I was blocking ah. motherfuckers. Like they were just so mad that, that I would be like, "Yeah, it's it's not your first right. Uh, it's not your First Amendment right to keep your job after you say some dumb shit." Ain't that the truth? You know, find, get yourself in an autonomous situation where you don't have to depend on somebody else if you want to just go out here and say, say what you want to any say, any fucking thing you want to, and not be have any repercussions. Go be like Adam Carolla, Adam Carolla, or Glenn Beck. You know, Glenn Beck was able to do that. Like uh, sometimes the boycotting shit actually creates bigger monsters than. Um, when they had a job at the radio station or whatever, yep. right? Yeah, I talked to Glenn Beck. He's making more money than he ever made doing radio show. Right, but um, you can't say I get to say whatever I want, and my employer is forced to deal with my shit. That's not the contract, right? No, that's not. So, um, you know, he says that, and then I think my man Lucky Turner or something, he was like commenting about like, yeah, you know, people make all kinds of excuses trying to like, you know, justify what this dude said, and. The guy goes at him and calls him like, oh, you a cult member? You part of the ride cult or some shit? And I was like, you know what it is, man? It's it's him trying to attack the fact that that guy's a fan of our show. Like, yes. oh, you're a fan of the show? You're a fan? Well, that makes you a lesser person. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, this guy's a fan of the show, and he's so upset that I don't agree with him that he's saying I am a bigot against Christians, and he's trying to start a fight, and he's trying to get blocked from me on Twitter like to me, that says more about uh, his, him as a, 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 a quote unquote stand. Yes, it does. Than, than, than anything else. Like, why do you need to be my enemy if, if we don't agree on something or, yes. you know what I mean? Why you gotta hunt me down to hope that I block you so you can get some attention? It's just, it's very, it's a very weird type of a relationship these people try to foster. But yeah, um, like Prince LeBron said, it's, it's crazy how people try to go after the insecurity that comes with being a fan of something because 
the guy basically tried to act like oh well lucky turner obviously you're some type of sheep or some shit because you like this show and you and you and you think that this guy should have you know lost his job so you're mm-hmm. obviously an asshole and you making connections that don't make sense what does me being a fan of the show got the fuck that has the has the damn thing to do with this dude saying some ignorant ass shit yeah it is it's just amazing now it's, it's but people do try to attack your fanhood man now i think being a fan is one of the coolest experiences you ever. get to have and uh you know i i never want to stop being fans for, no, for, for shit because you know once you're too good too big to to just love something and then what's the point and also i think too for a lot of people um when it comes to being a fan which a lot of people don't want to admit when it comes to just being a fan not worshiping or anything like that just enjoying somebody and whatever they putting out an atmosphere you go almost to childhood a lot of people go, well i don't want to be childish i don't want to be considered a little kid i don't want to be that naive that i just love everything that they put out uh, because you know that I feel like I'm above that, but my thing is like for me, I don't see anything wrong with that, and it's okay to like generally, fullheartedly, happily love some shit and just love it just because what it is, and and don't care if you like it or not. Right. But I think so many people are into crushing fans dreams of of well it's just trying to make people feel bad like it was you know it's funny because i make jokes about the whole beehive thing but to be quite honest i haven't seen those people on twitter since this album dropped i haven't seen those people on twitter in general for a long time um because i don't think that they're really that bad what what happens is people call people that are just genuine fans of beyonce beehive people like even if you mm-hmm. say like if you just say i'm like this album or tweeting it's like oh you in the beehive or yeah, they, pe- pe- someone says something like fucked up and you go wow that was fucked up oh you oh so you in the beehive because i call her a cunt face you like well i just think you were a little harsh uh beehive it's like all right i i don't know what to say anymore <laughs> you know we yeah. can't have a discussion no and then um the the when people do that they're not being reasonable they're not being rational and they really don't want to talk or have a discussion they just want to dismiss everything you say and discount everything you say and like like for me i've really been having a good time tweeting and and talking about beyonce i live tweeted her album when i first listened to it and stuff like that and it's just one of those things where people have you know people have said hey you in the beehive too and it's one of those things where i don't really I, I guess you could say I'm in the beehive. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They, I mean, it's kind of like enjoy her. They're her. saying like, I think when they say it now to like you and me and stuff, I think they mean it as a joke because okay. they know us. Yes. But I don't even like, it just doesn't even matter. Like, I don't know why being a fan of somebody has to turn it. Like it just, I, I understand being cute and teasing and a joke. I don't mind that. Yes. But, but I don't get when it turns into that ugly, like I'm going to dismiss your opinion because you like stuff like fuck you. I like shit you know yeah and you know what? i don't need to be some center cynical motherfucker all day sometimes yeah. i like shit and i have fun and you like shit too right Nah, i don't know that these niggas like shit they like uh, bitching about shit um well, that's something that they like i know? like beyonce and thought the secret album was ingenious i got a text at midnight about her album but didn't roll over and download it i'm not for arguing with me the with people about musicians at the end of the day none of these motherfuckers pay my bills so who cares i probably would cuss someone out if they said tbgwt what was the best podcast out though lol i think you meant not the best out but yeah i know what you mean erica <laughs> uh i replayed the part about the custom mechanic three times uh, a lot of people like that dude I, I couldn't contain my laughter in the cubicle today old people that cuss crack me up i can't how uh i can't say how i would act at the old lady who gave me starbucks like oh shit we are a goddamn caramel 
yeah ah! that dude was a trip man still my tire still still got that that notification on it. i don't know what's going on charles s says that album drop move was ingenious up to a few years back i wasn't a fan i think she's straight now her music just became annoying as a man trying to listen to niggas ain't shit i respect her hustles though Can't, <laughs> you know what's funny man this album i like i don't listen to beyonce's albums this is my first one really listening now listening to it all okay and i listened to probably like eight songs or so on friday mm-hmm. and um i don't feel like i don't get any like niggas ain't shit vibe from this mm-hmm. or it's all about oh no i mean it's about female empowerment but mm-hmm. it's like more of a like owning your sexuality owning yes. your uh your relationship being proud you of know who of, you are yeah being proud of yourself being proud of how you look being okay with being sexy like yeah there's no man i don't get this whole this. yeah like th- like this on this album i don't i didn't get any like you uh you know girl you got to you got to go out by yourself with your friends and fuck not, these niggas like i didn't get this, that not in this album this yeah. album was the furthest from any of that and people that are saying that them niggas didn't listen yeah um but you know they might have been turned off in the past and i understand that i'm not you know i just never had a problem with her but i you know they might have been turned off in the past from other songs i respect her hustle though can't beat that work ethic and co-sign to erica rod had me laughing hard by myself riding around work best impersonation ever well hopefully it gets nominated for a tippy man we'll see what happens <laughs> uh eddie long said lord yet yeah, lord yes she is a gift from god the beehive is in the house praise god <laughs> glad you came by to see us pastor shy love says shy love thinks she cool shy love don't own any of her albums but the women shy love owns does <laughs> shy love owns women hmm. shy love might be a pimp i think he is chef boyardu says i've never been a fan those lyrics never did it for me but i respect the hell out of her hustle there's no denying that she's the hardest working woman in show business she continues to think of new and innovative ways to entertain her fans while lining her pockets and i like that about her for those detractors who say that she has sold out who hasn't sold out a little bit to make a dollar are everyone's morals 100 percent aligned with their with their companies except you rod now even mine um are 100 percent in line with uh all the companies that i you know spend my money at or have worked at and shit but um you know you bring up an interesting point though she's made pop music her whole life pop. i don't even understand how anyone can ever say like what point was she not sold out yep. you know what i mean like she makes pop music is what pop music is is you know supposed to kind of be this surface music that you know hits a certain um you know levels and yeah not, and, and not really know? not ready for the thinking man i don't mean right. no harm like, like she's not, not trying to have like she she's not trying to jill scott this she's not no. trying to drop spoken words she's not she's trying to make you have a good time, time. and keep it light although i think this album has depth to it yes, a lot it of does. depth. like mm-hmm. i was actually really surprised i mean for people that are like downplaying her lyrics and stuff i would at least check this album out before dismissing her completely because I found a lot of her stuff here where I was like, oh, that's pretty, okay. That's a nice way to say that. And that has, that has meaning to it. That's not just you saying anything, you know? Yes. And I do think that this is one of her more well thought out albums. I also think that, uh, once you see the videos, they, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I'm slowly going through the videos. The videos almost bring a new life to mm-hmm. the song. It's a concept album. Yes. It's like, it's like Kendrick Lamar. It's, it's, it's a concept album. It's high concept for, uh, you know, for pop, which, you know, obviously sounds ironic, but I don't know a better way to describe it. It's high. And, and I mean, the people, the fact that people write and think pieces that don't like her and don't support her are still going to albums magnificent. 
kind of tells you everything you need to know because i'm a, it's like i'm about to shit on this girl but the album dope yo you know what i mean i think it mm-hmm. says a lot because i feel like if it was a lesser album it'd be it like not say. only am i shitting on her for her moral stances but also this, this is trash yep you know and i think you haven't heard anybody really say it's trash Mm-mm. are everyone's morals 100 percent aligned with their companies except you right it's so hypocritical for us to expect celebrities to turn down money because we may not like what we're doing also is she is she really selling out by advertising for pepsi it's so simple-minded to think that a person can only be one way and only that way for the rest of their career slash lives you can drink pepsi and have a healthy lifestyle and the two aren't mutually exclusive stop hating and let yonsei fly yes says chef bar do and i agree um let's see we had another episode um it was uh episode 606 total wino no comments and no comments on the poll uh this is uh one of my favorite episodes though uh, yes where would you prefer to shop total wino or total wine total wino eked it out 61 percent to 39 <laughs> percent so uh we need to get a get on this man yeah we do i feel like uh the winos can't wait. <laughs> Neither can they uncles. <laughs> we had a uh, episode six oh seven. What's the a a what's the tea party where we had Nicole and Reggie on from What's the Tea podcast mm-hmm. and discussed a bunch of stuff, uh, Beyonce and everything. HC left a comment. He said, "Happy TBGWT Beyonce week, Rod and Karen. Beyonce week. Uh, it's holiday season. We're going to be talking about Beyonce yeah, think pieces for at least another week or two. Ain't that the truth? They, yes. Yeah, they yes. have not. Yes. And I got some speak on too. Yes. Mm-hmm. They have not stopped coming out with these. Oh no. So we're going to keep <clears throat> speaking on some. We, we already warned you. If right. you're not a Beyonce fan, you might want to skip the next, no, no, 10, 10 episodes. Yeah. The out, the, the, uh, the album keeps breaking records. I mean, it's, it's more shit to talk about. Uh, happy TBG, yeah, uh, Rod and Karen. I must say, I'm confused by the amount of hate she generates. She's not necessarily, not necessarily for me musically. I personally have never bought one of, uh, those five number one albums. I'll definitely watch a performance like Super Bowl halftime show, but the reason I'll never have a problem with Beyonce, the way she has black women partying. Mm-hmm. I enjoy seeing happy black women, whether they are gliding on air after leaving a hair salon or after getting a massage. Side note, patiently waiting on Karen's next massage story. Anyway. <laughs> A major Beyonce event is like an extended high for black women all over. And I love watching it, even though it's not for me. It's kind of like football for me. I have a female friend that doesn't watch football at all, but she knows I'm a devoted Green Bay Packer fan. And she saw the pure joy in my soul after the comeback against the hated Cowboys. Shout out to Nicole. After, <laughs> damn. <laughs> after the last Romo interception, they're called Romo interception, sir. It's December. After the last Romo interception, I let out a male equivalent of yes, bitch. <laughs> wouldn't that be hilarious the dudes watching football games and that's how they're celebrating yes <laughs> touchdown yes mm. Mm. so i'm mm. talking about <laughs> <laughs> uh, they went up they would go up to somebody go i woke up like this bitch mm-hmm. i woke up like this <laughs> right that moment of my partying would have been absolute worst moment for my friend to stand up and tell everyone she doesn't like football same with Beyonce. Stop with the self-important statements about why you don't like Beyonce and the overanalyzing blog posts. Let's let these women party. Ain't that the truth? And it's just one of those things where, like I said before, this is something that black women like, they love, and they enjoy. And it's just one of those things that sometimes, especially if you love black women, just let them party and be happy. Yeah, you know, people got that love-hate relationship with black women. I don't know where it comes from, but um, I'm good. 
do you like the use of the word cock during sex because uh nick Jew was trying to say like oh cock's not that bad of a word it's kind of sexy i mean or kind of funny or something i was like that's the problem it's too funny can't be talking about i'm gonna give you this cock like that don't even sound right <laughs> that's white shit um yes it's sexy no it's too silly 19 percent of people think it's sexy and that's probably about right 19 percent of our audience is probably white and uh 81 percent of people say no it's too silly um Jawan says, hey, Rod, you got the juice now. I had the misfortune of facing Rod the week Nick Foles decided to prove how post-racial he was as he threw seven TDs to his white and black teammates while whooping up on the Oakland Raiders. So I ain't mad at Rod. I'm mad at Oakland. I got eliminated in another league, and they had they gave up five TDs to Jamal Charles. Is it against the law to tackle in Oakland? Because that shit is ridiculous. Their fans might kill you in the parking lot, but they, these niggas can't tackle. Ain't that a bitch? Uh, i'm sorry i had to do like that i I hate it had to be you juan but somebody had to get these points okay yeah i know i know he beat me too i beat him one time in the other league but yeah yeah, he he he, i didn't get beat on none of the weeks but he balled out though yeah karen won the annual ike turner uh um, Uh, to beat that yeah what the first time in eight years yeah so you know i found i finally punched back tina punched back but i'm trying to win this championship so i'm not i'm off of that (laughs) <laughs> Eric, <laughs> that's all right but you got a black eye winning going up the pole <laughs> erica from cleveland says thanks for another great episode i can't with this george zimmerman shit fuck you your painting your life in general you are an artist channeling emotion you are a prick that got away with murder also i remember when the r kelly scandal broke i was like 14 i always thought well his music is straight and i don't care about his personal life i still feel this way about but uh, i will not buy his music he's the uncle i would have i wouldn't leave young kids uh unattended with his music just isn't good anymore yeah that's the other thing i don't understand his music is so bad at this point Mm -hmm. like i like like a mockery of itself even if he hadn't touched kids i wouldn't listen to his new shit because it's so bad so it makes me feel like the people that defend him at this point aren't even doing it for the music like you just like that he touched like that he raped little kids that's the only possible reason i can see that you're supporting him because he's not worth defending anymore unless you like unless you like exchange christmas gifts with this nigga i don't see the (laughs) what is the redeeming quality in this dude's artwork that needs to be encapsulated for the black community and we have to like preserve that shit and his legacy uh you know and ignore the fact that he's a serial uh statutory rapist minimum you know i don't get it uh, we had episode uh 608 holiday and uh we had some comments on it uh prince laurent says rod and karen you have forced me to put on this cape for taylor swift taylor swift's current success has very little to do with her incident with kanye west in 2009 before that incident, both of her albums had gone many times platinum, and she had won four Grammys. All right, cool, man. Um, let me look up some Taylor Swift stats. I didn't, I had no idea about this, um, and we did kind of shit on her offhandedly, and not, you know, that probably wasn't right. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, let me see what else she said about her. Um, uh, before, yeah, she won four Grammys. One of those four albums was out was for album of the year. That album was already the highest selling album in 2009. My point is that Taylor was already winning at a high level before the VMAs and was only 18. True, she was accepting an award. No matter how unfair it was that she was winning that VMA award, she was winning it, right? She was. This did more to hurt Kanye than it did to help Taylor. 
even if people felt bad for her it didn't cause them to go by red which was two albums later just to spite kanye west she probably had a hundred million dollars before that night referencing to the jay-z lyrics i believe kanye is the best rapper of all time and don't give a fuck about taylor swift's music i just don't like to see someone's accomplishments minimized lastly when her kanye say that she should have spoken up in his favor when he was getting roasted i laugh when you play someone on national television they tend not to give a fuck about what happens to you you know what prince Laurent? that's an excellent point uh i i'm not i don't know the stats or the facts on the uh, award stuff but uh yeah you know i just don't think she can sing very well i, I don't either and- but that doesn't mean that should not detract from the fact that she is an accomplished artist and um i hate when people are like trying to prove a point um by talking somebody up and then they try to take somebody down that you know didn't really have shit to do with it so uh yeah i I apologize uh taylor swift yeah i don't listen to her music to even to hate on it so you know when i hear it i just go that she it doesn't do anything for me she can't really sing and i skip to the next whatever the fuck i'm listening to yeah that that and the fact that um i do i apologize because i didn't know that but I can personally speak for um, people that are outside her genre was like, who the fuck is she? You know, because most of us was not buying it. So in my, so to me, I was like, I didn't know who the fuck she was. So Kanye interrupted her. She, you know, it's a lot of people just selling shit. You were like, I don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah, but is that really fair? She was. I mean, no, a, no, it's not fair. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, a, yeah. She was winning an award. I don't know that we are the best judge. Of, oh no, because if, I know we, I'm if not. we don't listen to all genres of music and shit like that, then we wouldn't necessarily know how, um, you know, how how good or bad she is. You know what I mean? Like, True. I just know that when every time I've heard her at an award show or live or whatever i've always been like man she really can't sing that well and i just was not a fan of her music but you know you're yeah i don't really care to shit on her or not so i was just making jokes erica campbell's picture this is from chuck spears erica campbell's picture will likely generate a good amount of male convert converts to the church dudes will be like oh they make them like that at church now sure it's a form <laughs> it's a form-fitting dress but with that figure i can't see what you can really do about that short of laying her in sheets and curtains maybe they'd be happy if she had that trash bag missy elliott wore in that one video with the church wild out if she did gymnastics track or something athletic when her where her uniform might be even more revealing i think she's represented herself well for close to two decades and people need to fall all the way back on this let her cook man yeah this is about the dress uh controversy with erica campbell and i guess the album cover of mary mary she's half the group of uh you know um gospel singers Mm -hmm. and uh yeah you know i I think people did get a little too um carried away with it um and you know some people i guess christians felt like she was some sort of uh i don't know some some sort of bad person for this um and it's, it seemed like such a, a weird thing to decide like you're a bad person you know you 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 wore a dress that was too sexy you know and you look at her other album covers and stuff i mean she can't hide all that she bad yeah, ain't that the truth you, you know you can't christian women can't look good i don't and, get and, it and a lot of people minds no that's sad but a lot of people minds no like it's it's amazing when you deal with uh we deal with women especially women and and christianity how they really um are into that women are are 
almost second class to an extent like Mm -hmm. you know women don't preach women don't wear pants women you know should should dress like this women don't show skin women don't do this and do that it's like but you're a human being also she's married she got kids i she's fine i don't know what the fuck she's supposed to do bro Uh, and she's beautiful i mean i'm looking at a picture of her at the grammys she bad when i saw um what the fuck was it um that i saw uh BET Awards. I, I remember being like, who the fuck is that? And should I have this feeling about the Lord right now? You know what I mean? Like it was that she's that good looking. So I, you know, this is a picture of her at the Grammys. This isn't, this isn't even her on the album cover. She's, how you gonna hide that? What could she possibly wear that's gonna put that figure, uh, uh, away? You can't do nothing about that. She fine. Y'all just gonna have to deal with it. Ain't that the truth? And then, and the thing, people said I was a bigot for being like people should let her have her own her sexuality. You know what I mean? Oh, cause Lord forbid a woman own her sexuality. Yeah, it's just very weird that, oh, Rod, you a bigot against Christian. I'm like, I just don't think, I think she should be allowed to wear that dress and it shouldn't be a problem. Bigot. All right. I don't know what to say. Do people even know the definition of that word? Niggas just want to get blocked. Did the writer of Beyonce, of the Beyonce think piece have a point? We read a Beyonce think piece that says she's not here for the LGBT community. Yes, Beyonce is letting her gay fans down. No, Beyonce is doing a good job. Man, I don't care about this shit. Uh, 73% of people said, man, I don't care about this shit. So, cake them out of the equation. 27% of people <laughs> said, no, Beyonce is doing a good job nobody thinks she's letting her gay fans down so that was cool you know we have some gay people that listen to the show and yes we do you know maybe might not have voted in the poll but whatever happened they don't feel like she's out here letting gay people down because she's proud of her marriage and you know flattered to be a gay icon like i don't know what else she's supposed to say me but okay. either chuck spears says beyonce the entertainer really shouldn't be expected to be on the soapbox for other people's personal issues and agendas. If she makes a public statement on the news that she's for same-sex marriage, is it required for her to write a song about it? She ain't Bob Dylan, and while she might make a song to empower women every once in a while, it's not her responsibility to champion all causes out there. For person writes best uh, from personal experience, perhaps the guy with the singular Slate article could try his hand at it. Oh, now I'm writing a tangential Beyonce think piece. I'm, I'm st- I'll stop while I'm behind. Yeah, you know, it's funny, too, because, um, like, it went from, like, feminism to why do you drink Pepsi? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, yeah, this is then, all over the place. Yes, there's no connection, and it's not a well-thought-out process at all. Yeah. Well, we got voicemails, guys, so let's try to get to these and uh, see who uh, who called in this hey, week. Hey, Rod and Karen. Uh, it's Howard. I'm about the whole observation of how much uh, white people love cheese. And you go into that excellent omelet place, from what I hear, uh, other than, you know, the fuckery they do with omelets. Um, yeah, I look at a Mexican restaurant, and I know what you're thinking, like, but it's a Mexican restaurant. Of course people are going to order a lot of cheese. No, I'm in the kitchen, so I see a lot of tickets where we get, like, literally the constant tickets of extra orders of cheese on everything, on the tacos, on the burritos, on the... Uh, not uh, nacho salad, taco salad, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, we have literally gone nights where when it got time to close up the kitchen, we have literally been down to one block of white cheese. And I and I get the brunt of it because I got to 
clean the big ass um cheese grater to you know keep up with the orders during the day so i get slowed down it makes it hard to keep up with the dishes which are got a bunch of other milk got a more melted cheese on it so yeah white people love the cheese so yeah good point later all right so karen what do you got to say about that what what is that to say he explained himself all right they Next love one. cheese Hey, Roger, it's Howard. Uh, about the whole thing you were saying about all the people on Twitter, yes, I could not agree with you more. Because if people were able to still talk shit about me again and I could see that shit, I would be a little bit annoyed. But at the same time, if it happened for the second day and it was still going strong, I would wake up with a smile that you only see on, like, Mike Tomlin. Because that tells me right there Somebody cares enough to cares enough to fuck with me like that. I don't live a sad life, but if you care enough to go out of your way, waste valuable time of your life to fuck with me on Twitter, then I must really be that special to you. Uh, so don't even. And about Beyonce releasing that album out of the blue. I'm not a Beyonce fan, and I'm, when I say not a Beyonce fan, I mean I don't really listen to her music. Uh, I don't hate her, but I understand that she makes good music. Uh, Deidre over at Where's My 40 Acres will, is probably so side-eyed me over the fact that that I will, I'm neutral on Beyonce, but love, uh, but hate Rihanna, but that's uh, neither here nor there. But let me just say this. Uh, when she came with that album, I turned into Reggie, dog. I turned into Reggie. I turned into Reggie. I literally turned into Reggie. Like, I turned into Reggie. So, yeah. Uh, final point to everyone out there on Twitter. I like to be yelled at a point. Something for uh, Childish Gambino. <clears throat> Get, niggas getting racist on your page. You should be on Key and Peele. Is that really how you feel? Nigga, the internet isn't real. Think about it. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that shit made no goddamn sense, Howard. <laughs> uh, thanks for calling, Howard. Um, uh, appreciate you, man. What's going on, Rod and Terrence? Your boy, the KC Stork. Uh, a long time no hear from. Was doing this school grind, wanted to call in, uh, catching back up on the podcast, uh, taking myself on a little uh, road trip to give myself a pound the back for uh, another successful completion of a uh, semester of nursing school. And uh, on the highways here, we got a little, you know, gas station. They got chicken, chicken little shacks or whatever. And I was talking about the people charging, uh, well, McDonald's and other places charging the extra money for the condiments. Man, I mean, I literally had just listened to that episode Getting out to get some gas. I get in. It's a little truck stop. They got they got a chicken spider, like I said. And this dude got barbecue chicken, and he wanted an extra cup. Of, I mean, extra packet of barbecue sauce with uh-huh. his chicken. And the dude was like, "Well, you got ketchup in there." He's like, "No, I don't want ketchup. I want barbecue sauce." So they hit that motherfucker with the thirty-two cents. Oh man! Oh man! Oh, this white boy said he was not happy, and you know, and I, and I wanted to involve him in the, you know, the black guy who tips nation revolution on the condiment shit. But you know, 
down here in the border of Missouri and Oklahoma, they don't take too kind 20, 40 pound niggas yelling revolution. So I kind of, you know, get that to myself that I did, Snicker. And then, oh yeah, it was like, I, I got hit over the head with the R. Kelly, uh, man, for some of my female family members. They kind of did the double up on the R. Kelly and the fast tail girls you guys are talking about in another episode too, where they were just like totally cute being the fact that R. Kelly took advantage of a minor, like, well, you know fast ass girls. And I'm like, well, I know little girls who might be sexualized, but I ain't trying to fuck them. They don't appeal to me. So, yeah, fuck all that. And fuck your excuses. Just say, just admit you like to, you like a, uh, a child molesting music and let's move the fuck out. They didn't get played my car, but let's just do that. But anyway, I know time limit, but man, shows are great. Glad to be catching up. Love what y'all doing. Hopefully in a couple of months, I'll be a premium member once I graduate from school. Keep the podcast coming. I'm going I'm to catch all the fuck the way up on this road trip. All right, y'all. Black Out of Tips Nation, Casey Stork out. Oh, man. Thanks, Thank Casey Stork, man. We appreciate you for uh, calling in, dog. It's been a while. Uh, but, yeah, man, that 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 R. Kelly shit, man, I, like I said, man, I, I, it was a lot of dudes that I completely disassociated with myself with because of just discussions about it where you're just like, you're fucking disgusting. Like, I can't even believe that, uh, you know, uh, people think like that where you just sitting up here like well she like she was doing what she what she was doing to me i'm like somebody's 15 though somebody's 14 like come on now there's nothing appealing multiple, about them multiple girls like this is like this is what this dude does that's his thing you know? uh maybe it's just my sex drive is different i mean i remember you know since i've been uh since I was 14, I've been trying to fuck these grown women. So, you know, I'm living my dream right now. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't get what the what the big deal is about these little young girls, but I don't, don't want any awkward, inexperienced sex. I'm, Ain't that I'm good. the truth? Gotta be some type of, like, yes. weird-ass bitch. I think it's some type of weird, like, control fetish or something. I'm like, Dad, and I'm trying yeah. to tell you, I want my balls to have hair on them. Come on now. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. But, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I think... The only real thing that you can say is I like this pedophile's music and you just got to leave it like that. Yep. You know, I don't I don't think, you know, it's like uh, I will always love Michael Jackson's music and I don't know what he did with them kids. You know, what I mean, I know he did some inappropriate shit, whatever it is, no matter how you measure it, even the shit he admitted to is inappropriate as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wouldn't send my kid down there. So, but so so it's not even like but i'm not gonna sit up here and be like well nah man you see it's okay to get kids wine and sleep with them in the bed i i, no, I don't it's think not. it's okay i absolutely don't think it's okay and i wouldn't be like those kids was asking for drinking that jesus juice what was they thinking like who does that yeah whoop your ass yeah just be like that's fucked up i'll i like his album say that and i'll leave you alone hey what's going on Rod and terrence your boy casey still up one more time I listened to the other feedback show, and I forgot to mention it in my first call. Man, I love it when y'all have Amber P on. She's a beautiful woman, and I just all her voice. Yeah, I don't want to get too creepy. But, uh, yeah, but anyway, but when she's on the show, I mean, I really enjoy someone who is suffering, you know, the effects of uh, mental health or, you know, as she said, bipolar, and me, myself, uh, having issues with PTSD sometimes, some of the things I've seen as far as my military career, it's just good to have someone to advocate for the black community and just for mental health in, in general, uh, you know, on her show, bearing, bearing her all, bearing her soul, 
letting the world see, you know, what she deals with on the day to day and just being so vulnerable. I think that also adds to her, her charm and her beauty. So, uh, yeah, just really enjoy when you guys have her on the show. And then, uh, on a side note, because like I said, Amber P and her voice, I don't know who the lady is, but, uh, and I don't think she's calling in a while. I think she's from Europe. But yeah, ma'am, if you're listening, could you, could you call in, leave a voicemail? Yeah, uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one that really enjoys just listening to you, uh, form the words in that beautiful accent. So anyway, good show. Love Amber P. Please have her back. I mean, I know you're going to say, well, I would listen to her show. I do. So, yeah. All right. Casey Stork out. Yeah. You're talking about Girl Davis, who's on Twitter at no, the number one Salope, mm-hmm. S-A-L-O-P-E. And, uh, yeah, everybody was in love with her, um, her voice. Her voice. Yes. I love so, her voice. Uh, I'm retweeting all my timeline right now so you guys can all go follow her. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure if we say something else to touch her heart, she will, uh, leave a voicemail again, guys, you know. Um, yes, yeah, she'll, she'll be back. And yes, Amber, Amber P, everything's sexy about Amber. I'm not even gonna lie. I right. love me some Amber. So you ain't the only one, Casey Stork. Yeah, we had people writing in to the, to the wrong part of the, the, the website to leave comments about Amber. So <laughs> yeah, they want to get that information out to Amber. We love you. Yep. Um, next, uh, voicemail. Hey, Ryder, and it's Miss Cristobal. Like, I was just telling Nick and Reg that I'm seriously, these feminists are going to force me into becoming a B-Night member, and I don't even stand for Beyonce like that. It's just like that chick talking about just mad Beyonce is getting Pepsi money. I mean, if you see your industry, can you tell her this for me? It's called moderation, motherfucker. First, you drink the Pepsi, and then you put on the, the, the movie Body remix, you know, and then you do that dance that she was doing. That's how you balance it out. It's not that difficult. <sighs> I think overall, like, these feminists just need to, need to get off of Beyonce's 12-foot-long dick and go back into the kitchen where they belong because they can't. The tiny brains cannot comprehend the things that most black women do on every day. <sighs> I think that's so bad enough. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> you had to get that off her chest. Yeah, man. She was uh, pretty uh, pretty upset there, guys. You got to, uh, you know, got to take the Beyonce think pieces pretty light. You know, I try not to get, uh, you know, let them stick with me. I just know people are crazy, and it's like – she just brings the crazy out in people. It, motherfuckers talking about the Illuminati. Motherfuckers talking about, uh, you know, did she really have a kid? Like, it's just like the crazy comes out of people so hard when it comes to Beyonce. Yes, it does. It, like, it's, it's actually a joy to watch how crazy people go. You're like, this motherfucker's insane. So, uh, yeah, I was okay with laughing at the pieces. Just try not to take them too serious because they will drive you crazy too. Yes, they will. If you take them seriously. Mm-hmm. Hey, why don't it's Miss Crystal again? Like, I still feel like that burn, so I'm gonna like you know just do a little bit more releasing. Um, but at the beginning, little and end of the day, the core of feminism is being a grown woman and doing what you want. I think I think that's it. I think wait, hold on. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's it. All right, all right. <laughs> that's the truth, though. Like, right. like. People who are feminists fight for women's freedoms and choices. That's what you fight for, mm-hmm. right? That That's the whole purpose. 
that we be able to do whatever you want to do, period. If you want to be married, so be it. You want to be gay, so be it. You want to be transsexual, so be it. You want a husband, you want a wife, so be it. You want to have children, so be it. You do or do want, do or do not want to have children, so be it. You have these choices and you have these rights. And I think a lot of times when it comes to feminism, it's like you got to only be by my definition of it. But no, no, no. Your definition is to fight for all rights, all yeah. women's rights. And well, then you know, let them choose. That's the thing, though. It, there's a lot of theory around it. You know, a lot of theory around feminism, a lot of theory around um, how and what is good and what is bad. And people just talk in such absolutes like I have it figured out and this person doesn't. And you're in, you're out. And my my feminism is better than yours. yours. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that's a huge turnoff to me. It's one of the reasons, like I said, I won't associate myself with the label. Uh, but, you know, I know a lot of good people that do good work under I, that yeah. label of feminism. Yes, so I too. try not to get too down on it. But, yeah, moments like this is just those times where you're like, Wow, people are making this way more complicated. They didn't have to be. Just saying, you know, either celebrate her as a woman trying to taking that step forward, um, and, and representing this label or, you know, um, or just shut the fuck up. Like, like you really, like, like it's like people forget that that is always an option to just shut the fuck up. Everything that happens doesn't need you to have some type of spin on it that will get you blog hit. Sometimes you can just go, um, I don't like this album or I don't like this person and not have to write 1700 words about it. You know? Ain't that the truth? Um, next voicemail. We wish you a pussy Christmas. We wish you a pussy Christmas. We wish you a pussy Christmas and a deal new year. <laughs> my lesbian nation out there. You know what I'm saying? Word, word, word. Um, Hey y'all, long time no here. Um, just calling cause uh, yeah, I've been going so goddamn long. Yeah, Didn't I gotta forget that Christmas is next week, so I hadn't left a voicemail in a minute. So you know, I don't think it'd be right. You know, all of the laughs all year. You know, these all of the good times that y'all bring all of us. It wouldn't be right if I didn't call and wish y'all niggas a merry Christmas. And you know what? I think that's about it for right now, because I'm kind of getting towed up right now, and I don't want to say no shit I wasn't supposed to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Threesome! Um, yeah, like that. Um, inside joke, people. I don't think y'all know what that shit mean, people. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, with that being said, Black Guy Who's Tip Nation, I want to wish y'all a Merry Christmas, too. Hey, man. I hope y'all get y'all food on, except you niggas in them cold motherfucking states. Ah! My dick. That shit ain't right. Man, look, y'all can have that shit all day, every day, man. Fuck that, I'm back home. Nigga done cute already and shit. Nigga just waiting for Christmas so I can be walking around here in my drawers. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Love it. Um... That's all I gotta say. Yeah. I'll holler back at y'all. For real though. Everybody out there. Merry Christmas, y'all. I get with you. Blackout who took that shit? What now? 
Peace. Thank Peace. you so much for calling, Chill. Yeah. Uh, glad to hear from you. And Merry Christmas to you and Ultra Dolo. Uh, just got engaged. So, yes, um, they did. Go on Twitter. Wish, uh, Chill happy engagement, man. She talks all about it on the podcast. Uh, uh, Tastes Like Fried Chicken. chicken. Uh, the latest one with, uh, him to Khalili. So check that shit out. Um, all right, man. Next, uh, next voicemail. Hey, Rod and Karen. This is RJ or Rubox Riot from Colorado. Um, just calling to say you guys, as always, are doing a fantastic job. Um, I forgot what episode it was, but it was something about like cheese <laughs> sandwiches. And I must be like the one of the few black people that actually like a lot of cheese or different cheeses, but, um, to answer Karen's question about goat cheese, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's uh, cheese made from goat's milk. Okay. It's a little bit musky, but it's actually really good, as well as uh, sheep's milk. Um, a lot of people actually will drink sheep's milk or goat's milk and substitute to uh, cow's milk because of um, being lactose intolerant. So they mm. actually build up a tolerance uh, for it. Um one of the things I can't suggest is uh, brie. It is also very good with duck. Blue cheese tastes awesome with uh, steak, preferably medium rare. Um, if you ever want to try goat cheese, the best ones I can suggest is Ubriaco and Drunken Goat. They're both, um, one is American and one is Italian. Um, Ubriaco, being the Italian one, is actually soaked in red wine, just like the Drunken Goat. But Drunken Goat is American. So you can actually um, eat those with a, with a good red wine. Or you could use some cheeses, use the rinds for uh, pasta, like Asiago, Parmesan Reggiano, stuff like that. Mm. So just, uh, just a couple of things to give you guys um, a little bit more information on. Um, other than that, you guys have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for my cheese knowledge. Yep, Karen uh, loves the food knowledge, so uh, hopefully, uh, you know, she'll Yeah, and I that. get my goat cheese drunk. Hey! <laughs> Next voice, well. <laughs> Hello, it's Miss Danny Penn. Thank you guys for doing the show, like, all the time. I know that the one time y'all took a break, I was like, what the hell happened? But then when I got my episode on Thanksgiving, I was like, y'all is the shit. I love y'all. So I just had a little feedback. I can't remember what episode, so I just remember a little topic. So here it go. Um, I remember y'all talking about white people love cheese. Um, now so much to infiltrate in my family real hard because I like cheese. I'm like, damn it, am I part white? Oh, um, so anyway. Oh, we also about feminists. I think that, you know, it's a title, and then so many people got so many other things to go with that one title, and it's just like, are you white feminists, black feminists, black feminists have this belief, white feminists have this belief. It's just like, can we not just all stand together and just be for the empowerment of women, you know, and fuck the white feminists and kiss my ass. <laughs> you don't want me to be in your crew? I don't want to be white. Bitch. Anyway, <laughs> um, by Beyonce. Oh, I got my life at work. I was not shit for nobody because I'm sitting up there sampling videos and listening to songs and twerking in my chair. Yes. At my desk and twerking in the lab because Beyonce is 
everything. Yes. And I just think people just love to hate Beyonce, and they love to hate Beyonce's fans because, I mean, she's doing it. She's doing the damn thing. She's doing what she set out to do, have a career, get married, have family, and she's doing it. And she's like, I mean, fuck what you think. I'm grown. I'm going to say what I want. I'm not your kid's mama. She got her own child, and I'm sure Blue Ivy ain't looking at her partition video. And if <laughs> these other people who want Beyonce to stop being so graphic, um, bitch, raise your goddamn kids and turn the shit off and don't let them see it. That's the truth. I just think that a man with a serious girl should thank Beyonce, send her letters, send her cards, send her everything because how many of us is going to try to emulate that partition video and be twerking up and down when Beyonce come on and try to be all on their man's mouth like looker and then mm-hmm. play rocket and try to just tear the bed off the frame. I'm just saying, like, let's be real about it. But anyway, I hope y'all have a wonderful holiday season. If you put up episodes, great. If you don't, great. I know you want time with your families and you need vacation, too. I'm going to just miss the hell out of y'all. And so I'll tweet y'all this stuff. Um, love you guys. Y'all are like family. It's just like I, it feels so good to hear people just get on the podcast, talk, and laugh about any and everything. And Karen, don't you don't you let nobody talk to you about your laugh. If it gets loud, what I do, I just turn it sound down on my headphones. That's all the fuck you got to do. That's the volume button. <laughs> you be loud as you goddamn want to. And um, Rod, I know we are all going through re- withdrawals right now with scandal, but mm. yeah. All right, love you guys. Bye. <laughs> you too, Peace. Daddy. Thank you so Thank much. You. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, here's the thing about the cheese thing, because I that's like the second or third person that's talked about it. Uh, not, and, and we talked about it a long time ago on an episode. I want to say it was called Why Do White People Love like Cheese? cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, we made it up. It's a stereotype that we're trying to spread, um, to get more people to like, because black people have the fried chicken thing, right? Yes, we do. Who do you know that don't love fried chicken? I know some black people that don't love it, but I mean, in general, every race and culture like some fried chicken. chicken. You go to the Chinese place, it got chicken wings in it. You uh, go to Chick-fil-A, fucking Chick Fil A, white people, yeah, white people angles. wrapped around a fucking uh, Chick Fil A <laughs> on Saturday because they know Sunday it'll be closed. So it, it's not uh, something that really should be a stereotype. But I said, you know, let's fight fire with fire. Let's give them their own stereotype. Uh, so you're not actually helping white people when you say I'm black and I like cheese. No, we just say white people love cheese and we love it too. We eat it on our own. We just don't talk about how much we love cheese when we talk about loving cheese we bring our white people you know what i mean <laughs> I love I, I that's gonna be our joke our inside joke is black people and other cultures and the cool white people will get it you know but in general yeah we got we got to push this stereotype we want to create it and we want to further it so we're not trying to uh we're trying to make things even by being like listen white people you guys love cheese and you know what it you know you do and you can say that while you're biting a, a piece of cheese in your hand. <laughs> we, we're the cracker. Because we need that type of ridiculous entitlement mm-hmm. the same way that they do. Yep. Where it's like sta- they're standing in line at Bojangles and then looking at me like, look at him. He's, he loves chicken. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're, you're here too, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm taking, you ain't here for the biscuits. That's right. I'm taking that drunk goat cheese she just talked about and spread across my pita chip. Mm-hmm. Uh, next voicemail. Hey, y'all. Uh, how y'all doing? My name is Kevin. Uh, first time with a voicemail for y'all. Gotta say, I love the show. Originally, this voicemail was probably gonna line up being about, probably being about Queen Bee, but, uh, man, 
Who couldn't have had a worse flight than Justine? Oh, <laughs> man. I mean, I, I know people that have flown to Africa. That's a long flight. That's a long flight. Hours. Could, but ugh, that tweet couldn't have made it any long. That tweet couldn't have made it any worse than it is. <laughs> people probably, people probably were on the plane on Twitter looking at this hashtag. Has Justine landed yet? And looking at her, saw the tweet and just probably walked, probably got up and walked around, looked on the plane, and then they came back to their seats and their wife was like, "Ain't that that woman that tweeted about? Ain't that that woman that made that tweet?" I couldn't imagine. She's looking around, hearing people whispering and talking. Her phone probably blowing up. Mm-hmm. I hope she didn't get no international SIM card or any international plans with it, cause her, because she probably filed. She probably, oof. Does she turn that shit Could've off? Could have been any worse. And then you're going to delete it? You're going to delete it? You got to double. You got, you, you, I, she has to double down like y'all said, right? She really, she really has to double down what she said, because none of it can't just do that at all. Yeah, you gotta double down. Uh, <laughs> everybody's gotta be fucking black people every day. Can't stand it. All right, my time's up. Have a good day, y'all. Peace. Ah, thanks Peace. for calling in, Kev. We'll probably talk more about that tomorrow. Um, cause, uh, yeah, we're just planning on, you know, really sit down, maybe making some good jokes and getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he left one more voicemail. Last one. <laughs> yeah. Kevin again. Never mind. I do have something I want to talk about with Queen B. Who ain't. Before I, now, before I mention this, I really, I'll admit it. I never really wasn't much of a fan. Not cause I didn't like her. I just didn't want to give it the opportunity, but this album was so. But this album was so greatly marketed or not marketed, however you want to look at it. I just love the genius of it, so I respect it. So I respect it for that. Now, this whole Target incident. Now, this whole Target incident with them not with them shutting her down, not selling her stuff. This got funny because <laughs> I'm looking down my Twitter timeline and I see. She's doing a full-on photo shoot with some general managers, some store managers, some employees with a shopping cart at Walmart. Shopping at Walmart, right? Shopping at Walmart, doing a photo shoot there. (laughs) Go ahead, B. Go ahead. Let, (laughs) let, let, Let them know. I, ew, this is, oh, man, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron and B might be on the same page right now. Like, remember, mm-hmm. you, like, like you said, when LeBron won that title, it was going to be the summer of Bron, but I think 2014 about to be the year of B. Mm-hmm. It really might be the year of B. Oh, it's going to be. Buckle up, guys. Just haters, I feel bad for you. Just, just accept it like I did and just move on. Just let, just call flaps, whatever you gotta do. All right, peace. Peace. And, and the thing about it is that Walmart was like, what? Y'all ain't gonna say hot shit? Come on over here, babe. And then what's even worse for Walmart? Walmart 
is it has a huge lawsuit because they got hacked and millions of people's information credit card i thought it was target target yeah target i'm sorry i meant target Mm -hmm. target got hacked because um millions of people's information got stolen Mm -hmm. and they have uh one of them big lawsuits one of them uh what you call them um uh where they get a lot of people get together and sue at one time Mm -hmm. um because they had this information for a week before they informed people that that shit was stolen Mm-hmm. and so it's like you're gonna need this bay money to cover your um money that you're about to pay people <laughs> for having the information out of there i bet y'all wish i hadn't done that now oh yeah that, i mean yeah i guess people like i can save my credit card information and not even go over there then you know um yeah we had uh also some emails uh and phone lines are over 704-557-0186 it's class action i seen in the chat that's what i meant to say i, I would die. that wouldn't come to my head uh mr spans right said blocking just listening just listening in on your discussion about twitter blocking and the collective mind fart it calls on social media i'll get a call yo you're on with the blackout tips what's up yo what's good man what up Rashani? how you doing can't call it can't call it um you know what? <laughs> this is shitty. Um, I was at work yesterday. It was Friday. See, I was at work doing me, being Rashana, being cool, you know. Mm-hmm. What's up, y'all? Um, <laughs> and um, this dude runs up to me. Literally, only black folks do this. He runs up to me and says, dude, dude, dude. And I said, what's up, man? He said, did you see the flyer for the party that they're having at this bowling alley tomorrow? And I said, nah, man. He said, I'm going. I said, that's good. That's cool. You know, I'm hanging out with the family. You know, we're going to get the oil change and stuff. He was like, well, you know where I'm going? And I said, no, why are you going? He held up the flyer, dog, on the flyer. It said the first 40 people to get there get a free two-piece of Popeyes. (laughs) (laughs) For for a party or for Popeyes? Like, I mean, like. At the party, they give you the coupon, and then you can go get Popeyes. At the party, they give you the coupon, and then you can go get Popeyes. So this nigga, I mean, literally, this is a hard R nigger. Is <laughs> shots out, Justin? Is going out of his way to pay twenty dollars to get into a party so he can get a four dollar box of chicken. Um, <laughs> and so I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, should I tell him about how money actually works? Because this kid is young, you know, shots out to Howard and he's totally <laughs> in the mindset of this is a great investment for me because I'm going to go in here and party and then I'm going to get this free chicken for when I get drunk. But you know what? Whatever. Um, <laughs> I have the solution for Target. Um, Basically, since they basically, you know, alienated themselves from anybody who ever used a credit card, they need to just go ahead and accept EBT. That's the next step. <laughs> I say they don't. <laughs> EBT is nothing more than a credit card now anyway. So you need to just put that sign up on the wall that you that all the ghetto liquor stores have to say we now accept EBT. And except layaway, you're going to get black folks, you're going to get a few white people, you're going to get a whole lot of Samoans. Everybody benefits. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though, because, like, 
if you accept EBT but you refuse to sell Beyonce's album, I feel like you're, you're kicking yourself in the foot. Yeah, because the people, a lot of people going to buy EBT would end up paying, putting out the cash because you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, like I can find the fifteen dollars for the Beyonce. Yeah, like that's a well, that's, that's a need. Yeah, here's what they need to do next. See, this is a whole thought out thing. You buy one hundred dollars worth of stuff on your EBT card, right? Mm-hmm. They will give you. A free download for Beyonce's album. What? Put it on the flyer with a big booty bitch behind it. Niggas will line up. Yeah, and the two feeds the Popeyes. Uh, (laughs) Hey, y'all, be good. I'll holler at you later. (laughs) All right, you too, Rashani. Peace. Oh man! And uh, the, the uh, he's talking about Target. The funny thing about Target is that a lot of people are, are going to going to shop at Target like nothing happened. Cause I ain't gonna lie, Target is clean to them. Yeah, and, well, you know, it's funny because Target's so much better than Walmart. I feel like it's kind of like the Chick Fil A thing where people are like, man, fuck that spot. I ain't going up in there. I I don't have to do blah blah blah. And then the people that are gonna go are like, I'm gonna still go. So I mean, that's cool. Yeah, you can have your morals yeah. if you want to. I don't agree. Um, I'm, I'm crossing this line that yeah. you're picking it right here. Target already violating all kinds of moral shit with uh, some <laughs> of the donations. I don't know why it gives a fuck. It's Target. It's clean. You don't have no hassle. The lines are shorter. The fucking people are nicer. Uh, parking is better. The buggies aren't all squiggly and shit. Everything is better <laughs> at Target. And it costs 50 cent extra item to get shit better. And and nobody gives a fuck. So that's this. Customer service will win out disgusting moral tactics every fucking time. Yeah, I, be, I bet you they, I bet they customer service team is on it. They cleanup crew is already on this mess. Uh, yeah, so Mr. Span, he was saying the funny thing that is, oh, cause we were talking about how they changed the block functionality and people lost their shit on Twitter and they were honestly m- mindlessly tweeting and being angry without reading or knowing any of the details because yes when you and or not thinking it through because if you really would have taken a second to think about it effectively it wasn't changing anything Mm -mm. you block someone and now you don't have to see them anymore Mm -hmm. they they can see whatever you're talking about but they always could as long as you are public if you were right because they could just log out and go look at your shit doesn't take that much effort Mm -mm. if they really want to discuss and you know discuss you the point is they won't be able to retweet you they won't be able to come in your timeline so they can't harass you anymore right that's why you block them to get them away from you right but instead people got so upset about the just the idea that they were changing it where someone could still follow you and see your tweets even though you had blocked them that they started going ranting and raving and i really feel like it was the power trip of it they Mm -hmm. they're addicted to the confrontation of telling someone i'm blocking you and letting that be like a final blow to their ego like i blocked you ha 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 take that you know and uh, sons of bitches right (laughs) instead of just going uh you know what i blocked you but you know i just don't i don't care to see you anymore i don't care if you what you think about me that's the reason i blocked you right Mm mm-hmm um and yeah so many people are like it's gonna be to more harassing and bullying it's like no it won't you won't be able to see it and even before they wouldn't have been able to uh you know like as long as you can't see them bullying you what the fuck does it matter it don't you know what i mean like that's actually more to me that's actually more effective than uh you know the other way where they could you know still and then even still they can still copy and paste and say your shit now even if you block them it's Come on, nothing's now. changed really mm. but people just lost their shit anyway 
funny thing is that these things have become so ingrained in our society that people begin to have those entitlement tendencies and overreact to any changes being made without even thinking to look more into why it was being done or what caused it. Mm-hmm. You see it every time Facebook decides to make changes to its privacy policy or lay out the way the timeline works. You see it with the Huffington Post makes changes to its comment section. YouTube made it where you have to have a Google Plus account and instituted a real name policy and people lost their shit. People forget that although this is America, that Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and all these services are privately owned companies and the rights that you have on these platforms are covered in the terms of service that nobody ever bothers to read. True. Can't say I'm surprised, but I still get a chuckle out of it. Great show. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Peace, Mr. Span. Thank you, Mr. Span. We appreciate it, bro. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I agree a hundred percent. Uh, he also put, uh, PS, seeing someone take a completely new profile and page on YouTube to make comments on videos after they've been blocked is always interesting to see too, because for all that effort, all you have, have to do is block you again with the touch of a button and remove your comments if need be. The trolls are being outed and they can't stand it. Okay. I'm done. Official gun note, gun nut of TBGWT, Mr. Span. You know what else is funny about that? Um, Mr. Span, um, I know that like, I remember when I first got on Twitter, there were people like from the forums that used to troll people from uh, uh, the SOHH.com. Mm-hmm. And some of those people got on Twitter and they would try to find me and harass me. And it's so easy to block someone on Twitter and never think about them again that, you know, they will get upset. Like I blocked them two or three times. They create new accounts. And then finally it's like, wow. hey, man, please don't block me, man. Don't. It's like there's something about the idea that you don't want to talk to this person that really drives them crazy you don't want to argue with them yeah even if they just want to say nothing but mean and nasty shit shit about you it's the fact that you won't respond it's just they lose their shit speaking of which mudslinger writes in happy holidays dear rod husband's in the house nigga you were right i took my wife to see best man holiday and them draws were on the floor by the time we got back home kudos niggas kudos (laughs) that's correct I want you to know that seeing this movie has given me a change of heart this holiday season. I've come to the conclusion that President Obama has our best interest at heart so I can forgive him for being the Tyler Perry of politics. What's going on? You feeling all right? This must truly be the the season. The Christmas spirit is hitting Ah, clear. This won't last long. Yeah, if this lasts past... uh, (laughs) The next few sentences? If this this even makes it through the end of the, the email, I'll be surprised. Before you go crazy, let me explain what similarities brought me to the conclusion that he's Tyler Perry. Yeah, I feel like that's already slander in itself. Both Tyler Perry and President Obama started off lives in broken homes. Obama, a mom was out fucking random brown men and grandmother was openly racist. Tyler equal daddy beat him and kicked him out of the house and he was raped by a family friend as disclosed over. I don't think those two things are the same at all. Growing up with a single mom and a racist grandma, not the same as getting kicked out of the house, beaten and raped. Um, so don't agree with point one. Number two, they started out their careers working in the inner city. Well, that's every black person. Number three, they both launched their careers with grassroots urban community campaign at Obama equals Chicago low income, uh, neighborhood. Tyler Perry equal nigger plays. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I told you that ain't gonna last long. Nigga plays. Oh, God. They both overly... 
number four they both openly profess their love for strong black women with uh metocree facial beauty i don't know what that means mediocre are you trying to say mediocre facial beauty obama equal michelle tyler equal oprah tyler uh tyler loves him so much he dresses up like a woman and acts like a stone cold nigga five they both (sighs) it's such a stretch man i can't believe you took time to write all this they both advocate for giving people who do us wrong do wrong by us obama equal police officers who unlawfully detain educated black scholars tyler equal every rapist character in his melodramas Six, they both love to sell nigga dreams, niggas dreams, and they rarely ever deliver on. Obama equal good health care and rising ties. Tyler Perry equal a well-made movie. Seven, they both produce half-assed products and expect their poor constituents to be thankful for whatever they can get. Obama Affordable Health Care Act. Tyler Perry, every movie he has ever produced except for The Butler. Uh, they both were the first of their kind to be granted the highest ranking position in their chosen professions with no true power to affect change, nor desire, desire to take chances. Obama equal president, Tyler Perry studio production company. Nine, they both use every opportunity possible to quote from our most commercialized black civil rights leader of all time, Sir Martin Luther the King Jr. Esquire. Finally, we've come to the most significant similarity at all. Ten, they both love chicken and watermelon because they are black. It is a well-known scientific documented fact that all black people love chicken and watermelon so much so that we base the colors of our pan-African flag on this amazingly delicious fruit, red, black, and green. Money green, the tough exterior that shields it from the divisive external elements through the employment of group economics. Red, our gentle and sweet inner beauty that provides a sustenance and energy more powerful than a single serving of ghetto red Kool-Aid. And finally, Black everything that we are, the seeds of the future, tough yet malleable, able to be chewed up and spit out, and still we stay firmly planted to grow yet again, and still we rise, Rod, and still we rise. I'd like to thank you for another wonderful year of the Black Guy Who Tips. Karen, as usual, you are the true strength of the show and with the most genuine heart. And Rod, I truly thank you for getting fired on your day off, because without you, none of this good grassroots comedy would be possible. I have to give respect where it's due, and you and Karen truly deserve a slow cap for all that you've done over the past three years to give a voice to so many entertainers and average Joes who just want to be heard. And I can honestly say that I hope you don't get shot by a rogue douche dog fan who's secretly funded by the Illuminati. God bless you both, and good fortune in the new year. Mudslinger. Oh, thank you. Yeah, saved it with that last paragraph. You was about to go on my... <laughs> Just about to go back on the do not read email list with all that Obama slander, but you back. He made it up at the end. Um, CH says, Dear Rod and Karen, I just wanted to say something about your this Duck Dynasty guy. First of all, people need to stop posting pictures of shit defending him and saying shame on A&E, particularly on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook is the, the devil worst. for this. A lot of people losing friends. Yeah, this week. Facebook, yeah. I've seen enough of this Duck Dynasty guy. Who cares? People... Please stop posting pictures defending this hateful fuck. He's an employee of A&E, and they can do whatever they want to protect their money. Yes, they can. He could have said anything, and if enough people complained or offended or pretended to be offended, they still would have gotten rid of him. If you are openly supporting him, you are 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 seriously offended by his dismissal. I probably don't respect your opinions. You don't have to respect mine either. Anyway, still love you guys. Hope you enjoy the holidays. Peace out. Chris, a.k.a. Hadarite aka humblebee um yeah man we'll talk about him tomorrow yeah for sure because more shit happened with him and that shit went from fucking with black people to white people white people be crazy (laughs) (laughs) 
um open letter to the holla bay grinch matt capitello hey ryan and karen this is from shana if you if you would not mind affording me a little airtime, I pinned the following letter to Matt Capitella. Dear Matt, my name is Shayna and I like Beyonce. I'm black, female, and powerful. Unlike Beyonce, I'm not heterosexual. The title of Beyonce's new album is Beyonce, so why would she talk about gay shit? That's what I'm saying. That would not fit under the theme of her album, which is her own goddamn self. Yeah, it's kind of like those dudes who listen to Beyonce and then they get mad where it's like, how come she ain't got no songs about empowering the men? It's like, why would you expect that from this album? Come on. Like, why would you even press? Yeah, who even presses play on that and thinks that that's what they're going to get? Anyway, moreover, the album is not asking for rights for anyone. So why would it be about LGBTQ rights? Secondly, we clear folk, we, we queer folk are not a monolith. It is clear that you had a problem with the album, but it's not our problem as a community. Just be honest and say that you were butt hurt because your name wasn't in the liner notes. <laughs> yeah. That's the tr- Yes, that's the truth. Don't bring the rest of us non-whiny queers into your misery. Yeah, cause he, he was doing the whole like us, we, gay people, the, why would we support her? Why, you know, like it was very, it was very like, obviously this is how we all feel. And now she has let us all down. And I'm the one who's telling the truth for all of us. It's like, yeah. Did you have a vote? You know, it's like, it's like when mm, no votes going on. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. We are a society need us. Uh, we as a society need to expand our notions of family and reproductive labor. While Queen Beyonce can, can do almost anything. She can't do that. She is not the one who created or can change the laws that oppresses as queer people. Furthermore, there is a difference between family values in this conservative political form and Beyonce talking about her own family on the album entitled Beyonce and celebrating her own family dynamic, which isn't traditional at all. Actually, Beyonce is not denigrating queer people at all. I'm a queer person who came from a heteronormative family. I don't hate my parents for not being queer. I congratulate them for teaching me how to love. Right. Like that was like, it's so weird to say like, well, in celebrating her marriage and her, you know, um, kind of her sexual aggression in this new fashion it's just confirming that heteronormative is the right thing it's like there's really so it's kind of like saying like so i can't be proud of my marriage i can't be proud of my husband or my wife because it's gonna make you feel somehow left out like i can't help you this is a very personal relationship and I can't live my personal relationship to the tune of what would what would satisfy you satisfy people outside of it. It's kind of the opposite of a personal relationship. You know what I mean? If I can be honest, queer to queer, I think you have read a little too much queer theory or taken too too taken a few too many women's studies classes and are applying all this new knowledge and your new internet platform in places where it doesn't belong. And if I can be really honest, check your white gay male peerage and privilege and your entitlement to make demands of Beyonce's politics at the expense of her bodily autonomy. Um, which you openly question by analyzing her butt and breast and her ability to define herself on her album, which she named after herself. Sincerely, Shayna, a queer who gets her politics from books and her pleasure from Beyonce. Thank you, Shayna. Yeah, said it better than I could. Yes. Uh, last one, Emil writes in, Hello, Riding Karen. And Holiday is the title. To quote John Stewart, those with an unfair negative perspective on those events which continue to present 
to others a negative said negative perspective regardless of the surrounding circumstances or in other words so-called writers be hating so so-called writers be hating all the all the attendant think pieces of on beyonce's secret album show that there is a lot of privilege in your united states motherfuckers in other parts of the world have to be overthrowing governments to get food to eat but these people had a time to speculate on the extent of beyonce's feminism or complain about her not addressing their particular constituency this is so similar to all the ink that has been spilled complaining about jay-z's lack of interest in the community where are all the complaints about Justin Bieber not giving back to his community? You know what? I think I'm going to pin a think piece complaining that Beyonce doesn't sufficiently speak to the 40 year old black Jamaicans living in Canada. Sounds oddly specific, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. I, I, I do think, <laughs> yeah, like, cause even with, uh, Jay Z, who I remember when the, uh, the shit popped off about Barney's mm-hmm. and people, and it was after a deal had been signed in paper the deal giving money to charity by the way to charity now people didn't people were like making it sound like he co-signed their uh profiling that he had just literally learned of like we did um and that he should pull out fuck giving fuck the money it would give to charity and those kids fuck that shit obviously because he's supposed to be mad and irrational he shouldn't wait on any details he shouldn't want to, he shouldn't have any meetings with them. He shouldn't use this newfound leverage to, to, uh, you know, have any sort of effect on their policy and to make sure that this shit didn't happen. Instead, he's just supposed to eject because that's what people on Twitter think you're supposed to do when you're upset. And sometimes they fail to miss the bigger picture, which is if I have leverage in something, they have to listen to me mm-hmm. as opposed to if I say, fuck you, take my deal off the table. Then it's like, okay, yeah, fuck you. That wasn't, we shouldn't even try to pursue this demographic anyway. Um, these motherfuckers don't shop here anyway. Done. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's weird because people are just so reactionary, you know? But, uh, yeah, it's very funny because, um, we, w- the thing is, we would have never found out this money was going to any charity if not for this scandal. Sure would. Because though. he's, he's one of those people that appear from the, from the, appearances seem to be he can be altruistic without having to brag on it uh constantly um yeah he probably do stuff for, I'm, I'm i might be wrong but i'm on the assumption he probably does this and raise charity and have this stuff all the time it's just not public yeah i mean and like i said I, I i'm not i don't think he's like a very political guy although he's a obama supporter which somehow people just sweep under the rug mm-hmm. like that's not a bold stance for uh and you know an artist in that type of business community um uh, but you know i guess it don't count because jay-z that's right but uh i mean can you think of any other rapper that supports the president as much as jay-z who's probably you know the most popular rapper mm-hmm. i can't mm-hmm. J- kanye talking shit about the president lupe fiasco talking shit about the president uh uh even though he's my nigga Av souls talking shit about the president um i don't see a lot of people really trying to uh support the president or they just stay completely out of politics at all mm-hmm. you know um so i don't know man it just seems kind of weird i I do but yeah i think it's the same thing with beyonce it brings out a certain amount of just personal insecurity a certain amount of disdain and then people just feel like they have to say something and next thing you know 27 page think piece on fucking magna ah! carta holy grail you're just like the album is not even like 
so like the album don't like the album is not even coming up Mm-mm. in these discussions it's just shit like he gave money to barney's you're like what the fuck is happening in this article uh on another note i must say something about the chat room i don't know if i wasn't paying attention before but in the last few weeks the chat room racism has been mwah, magnificent magnifique like a fine bougie red wine bursting with the flavor of apricots and grapes or the full-bodied muscle of a fine craft beer the racial guesses in the chat room on guess the race have been a wondrous display of racist artistry the skeletal visage of master epps must chatter with glee in his southern grave whenever skilled artisans such as leonard brothers or red bone sonya posit their guesses in a manner that could only be bested by shakespeare himself huzzah tbg nation huzzah Emil. P.S. I should also note that I take pleasure in your lack of use of the N-word, and by the N-word, I mean the actual phrase, the N-word. My view is, if you want to say nigga, say nigga. Yeah, man, I don't like people that say, I don't like when people say the N-word. The only time I say the N-word is uh if, like, sometimes I'll say it in conversation with a white person uh because I don't want them to feel uncomfortable by me saying yeah. the word around them. Um, and I definitely don't want them to feel like uh, they can say it back to me because, uh, uh, you know, I, I probably would be offended by it or or at least some type of uptight about it. Um, but uh, or asking why they did it, whatever, you know, it could be a sticky situation. And I don't want them to feel pressure to like have to say it back or some shit like that. Like people get weird about it. But in general, like I hate people that take the cop out and, uh, you know, don't want to commit to it, but they want to put it in my brain. So it's like uh well i'm not gonna say nigga but i'll say something real close to nigga it's like say nigga nigga you know you want to fucking say it why are you trying to make me feel weird about you wanting to say it you know mm-hmm. it's like oh y'all y'all negroes like you you weren't gonna say negro Mm-mm. you meant nigga mm-hmm. like what's up my what's up my ninja I'm like you don't mean ninja you mean nigga nigga mm-hmm. i see you nigga <laughs> um anyway man this has been another black guy tips podcast uh we'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m um and uh yeah man we're, we're only doing i think two episodes next week so we're gonna take a little time off for christmas enjoy our christmas time yes um and uh you know we'll we'll have a lot of um a lot of fun guys um get those sleigh bells ringing so until uh tomorrow i love you you too baby Mwah. Mwah.